know y'all like to beat around the bush. And it's time out for that. We are here to discuss life, love, and everything in between. Let's get straight to it. Welcome back to another episode of Straight To It, the podcast where we discuss everything about life, love, and all the other shit that comes in between. So, (laughs) don't laugh at me. Don't laugh at me. It is a lot. It's a lot. And you never know what you're going to get. And I feel like this week's episode, I feel like y'all are really going to enjoy this. So, Let's just get straight into it. This week's question of the day, you know, we always start our episodes off with the question of the day, right, Kita? We sure do. We do. So, this week's question of the day was, what are things you would want someone you're dating to disclose before you become official? So, Kita, what are your social media friends saying about this question? Chile, Lord, let's just ooh, let's Erica Badu is playing in the background. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so some of my social media friends said, you know, pulling out some of these things, they want to know about your financial debt. Mm. How mm. have you shown up for the black women of all identities in your life? Okay, so snap, that's, snap. That's snap, important. Snap. That's a snap, snap moment for sure. Yo, criminal. History, girl, cause these niggas be having mug mug shots out here, out here, y'all. They do. They be having whole mug shots. You Is you a? Are you a criminal? <laughs> and then, know. and then, lastly, is there any history of drug and substance abuse? Mm. And we're not talking about if you like to have you a little beverage every now and then after you had a hard day at work. That ain't what we're talking about. Mm-mm. We ain't talking about a little. We ain't talking about a little weed. We ain't talking about a little edible. We ain't talking about that. Cause that ain't what we're talking about. We all like to indulge at some point. It's okay. <laughs> we talking about the other shit. <laughs> <laughs> what are your um, social media friends saying, Quinn? Girl, I had a lot. So I I just tried to wrap all of them by, I guess, the subject of each of them. So a lot of people had something to say about disclosing your mental health issues. So like if you're on medication for, you know, depression or bipolar um, conditions or something like that, making sure you're disclosing that to your partner um, if you're taking medicine for that or if that's something that you're dealing with. Um, I had a few people that said something about intentions, disclosing what your intentions are beforehand. I know we've discussed that in a previous episode, so I agree with that. Um, and another one that I wanted to point out is, is he in love with someone else? And I think that's a question that we don't ever ask anybody, but it's a very valid question for sure. Mm. And then the last one I'm going to wrap up with, my, my mother who birthed me out of her belly, um, she had something to say. So she said, does he have the following? God, education, job, a home, a car, and a sense of humor. And I was like, yes, mama, all of those. Absolutely. I didn't, she said H-S-O-H at first, and I didn't know what the hell that meant. So I had to go back and clarify what the hell that meant. And she said sense of humor. So now that makes sense. But yes, I totally agree 
with all of those. Um, and I think for me personally, and Keita, you can also chime in, is like, I think that when we were asking this question, it was also including like those, those, the bad sides. And I'm not going to say the bad sides of you, but like kind of sort of like the sides of you that you may not be comfortable disclosing to people up front. But if you were to find out about those parts of you, you kind of be like, oh, shoot, I may should have told him this or her this or whatever. I agree because there's something in my life that I don't necessarily disclose right away. Oh, um, okay. We're not going to get into it on this episode. Okay. However, mm-hmm. in the very near future, I will open up about that to our listeners. Okay. But yes, I totally get it. But yes, there are some things that, hey, I need to know because that criminal history, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hey, write man. books. I write books. I don't put money on them. Listen, I'm not doing that for you to go buy some honey buns and some damn rubber bands for your little braids that you done got while you were in prison. I'm not doing that. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. So, no, I need you to repeat what you just said. I don't put money on books. Bars. I write them. Bars. Okay. And that's fast. I'm not a ride or die. I'm not doing it. (laughs) Hello, also, Queen. Can we talk about when you start talking about the rubber bands? I really thought you were talking about the rubber bands that you put around the stack of money. No, bitch. I'm talking about the, the rubber bands that you put around the end of your hair. Okay, you so get to that, the end of that braid. That's that, that's that inner. That's that inner hood in me coming out, y'all. I mean, it y'all is. know what the ru- rubber band means. But y'all the hood, the hood people all also put rubber bands on the end of their braids. Any of y'all who from from the hood and y'all know what I'm talking about, you know you used to put either you got the black ones or you got the color. You got the assorted colors. Okay? Y'all know what the hell we talking about. Y'all know what we talking about. Okay? So. Well, shout out. Listen. We love it. We stand a good hood. Nigga. We, do. we do. And shout out to all the niggas that's locked up because we still love y'all. We just not putting no money on y'all Become reformed people while you locked up, and I hope we y'all sure have do. a lot to think about. And they should listen to this podcast. We right, and we know that there are a lot of black people, not specifically black men, but black people in jail for things that for crimes and things that they did not do. Exactly. So, you know, we gonna fight and advocate for that. Oh, but for the sake of this podcast, Amen. We're talking about people that are con artists. Okay. Yes, Lord. Y'all know what we're we talking about. We are. Uh, Joanne the Scammer and them. Them <laughs> folks. Honestly, truly. Okay. Truly. Honestly, truly. So, I think that's a good segue into our next segment. Um, we were able to have a guest on our show this week who was able to kind of give us her insight into the question of the day. So, really just giving you all an opportunity to hear a perspective from someone else who has gone through this situation and kind of how they got over it. So let's take a listen. 
All right, y'all. So today we actually have a special guest, and this is someone who is very near and dear to my heart. She's my best friend. <laughs> Woo! Um, and so, best friend, do you want to introduce yourself first? Hey. Yes, I'm TT. So everybody calls me. Okay, I'm TT. Heather's best friend. Yes, she is. So, yeah. TT, we brought you on today because I know you had. We, we asked our question of the day, which was, what are things you would want someone you're dating to um, disclose before becoming official? So with that being said, I know you had a story slash experience that you wanted to share with our audience. So I'm going to let you have the floor so you can kind of tell, you know, related to that question, kind of the, the situation that you went through. So go ahead, girl. Okay. Well, yes, I had a situation um, with my current boyfriend. And we've been dating almost six years now. So this happened, what I actually did, this happened about two years before we started dating. So it was something I wasn't really proud of, but I didn't feel the need to bring it up or say to him because it happened two years before we started dating. I didn't think it was going to affect us at all, but I was too ashamed to say it. So I let it go on, didn't say anything to him, and then probably about almost a year into our relationship he found out about it Mm. and yeah he found out the way he found out was crazy um but I was with some friends who knew about what I did and they thought he knew Mm -hmm. so they were just like bringing it up kind of sort of without actually saying what it was and he wasn't dumb he put two and two together and um yeah, he asked me about it. So, when, you know, once they left and everything. And I finally told him, like, yeah, this is what I did. You know, I was young and dumb. It's not that serious. I didn't think he would be pissed. He was pissed. He was really mad about it. Um, so, and he told me why. He told me that he was more upset at the fact that I didn't trust him enough to actually be honest with him about the situation. And other people know So when we're out and about, somebody might, you know, might see me or something and they would know they might be laughing. And he's like, what, you know, what are you, what are you laughing at? So he felt like I made a fool of him as well. Mm. Mm. Okay. That's a valid feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So he was more upset about that too. Um, And it took us a while to get over it. I mean, he felt like, damn, we've been dating almost a year and you're just now, this is just now coming about. And it would have been longer if, He didn't find out about it. So um, it took us a while to get over. We finally did, but it was hard because everything else from there, he kind of didn't really trust me. Mm -hmm. So he didn't know what else I would be lying about. He didn't think this was such a big deal. So he's like, oh, well, if you lied about this, you know, you could be lying about anything else. Mm -hmm. So it took a long time, but I mean, we finally did get over it and, um, Luckily, it didn't break us. You know, it made us stronger because he knew, like, okay, this, that was my biggest secret. I'm going to be honest with you from now on because, you know, you're my man, you know? But That's I didn't, initially, like I said, I didn't feel the need to tell him because I'm like, this happened way before you when I started dating. But I also didn't think about the repercussions that would come with him. If he you know. found out. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it, yeah, it was tough. It was very tough. So, yes, I feel like 
<laughs> you need to be honest with your mate. You need to tell them as much as you can. You know, maybe not everything, but only stuff that you know <laughs> when it comes <laughs> up. Like, because some stuff is really like private, and you yeah. just you know you can't tell everything. But mm-hmm. yes, that uh, yeah. So I will be telling him everything. <laughs> Got you. So I'm gonna ask you this. So if you could go back to those, mm-hmm. to that. Two, I think you said it was two years before. No, I'm not going to say two years. So that's when the situation happened. But if you could go mm-hmm. back to like when you and him first started dating, um, would you have told him? Like, would you, do you think looking back that that was some information that he would have been okay, not not necessarily been okay with, but would have accepted and y'all could have worked through it instead of him finding out the way that he did? Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. I do because one way or another, he was going to find out. And I should have, you know, told him myself as opposed to him finding out from somebody else, which is even worse to me. So if I could have went back, I definitely would have told him everything. And it was just either you're going to accept me for who I am or not. Mm -hmm. But when I initially met him, I was like, oh, I don't want him to think I'm a bad person or whatnot. And I was trying to impress him, you know, so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now you know as you get older I guess it's just like no you just got to be the real you and that's what I should have done so yes I would tell him if I can't yeah. go back okay well we really do appreciate you sharing that information I'm sure I hope that it's helpful it's helpful to me because I know you know I'm my single ass I know the <laughs> next situation that I'm in I'm gonna be like listen this is who I am and this is what comes with me. This is some stuff that I've done that I'm not proud of, but I'm going to tell you up front instead of that same situation possibly happening. So again, thank you so much, TT. You're welcome. Thanks, TT. We stand a best friend. Yes, we do, honey. (laughs) Well, thank y'all for having me. You are most welcome. Love you, girl. Love you. So, Kita, that was really good. I mean, you know, that's that's my best. That's one of my bestest right there. So, to her point and, like, the things that she just shared, so do you think, like, sharing your past is important or, like, are there things that you feel like you should reveal? Because I feel like, before before you answer, I do feel like, I think, it's, I think if it's certain things, like, if it affects me personally, if it's something that affects me, or if it's something that I could potentially find out from someone else, I think you need to tell me, you know? So that's my thoughts on that. But like, how do you feel about revealing parts of you, the bad, I'm not gonna say the bad parts, but like the parts of yourself that you're not necessarily the most proudest of, how do you feel about revealing those parts of you to someone that you're dating or, you know, just getting to know? How do you feel about that? Getting to know, it just depends on how much I want to get to know you. Mm-hmm. If I feel as though I can, I see, I see something. I see a future. I look into the magic eight ball and I say to myself, "Self, I'm just kidding." <laughs> and yourself said, "Hmm." <laughs> um, I, I am a very transparent person. Mm-hmm. But what matters for me is that if I feel as though I can be that real and vulnerable with you if I feel as though I can be safe with you and share certain things then I will if I don't feel 
that way, then there are certain things that you will not know. You know, some things, in my opinion, are on a need-to-know basis. Mm. And so, in conjunction with what you also said, I definitely don't want nobody to have me out here looking like boo-boo the fool, right? So, like, if there is something that you know specifically will come up at some point, then that is something you need to disclose to your partner. Exactly. Here's an example. Okay. Example. Come on. And I don't know why this is the first thing coming to my mind, but it is. So I'm going to say it. So (laughs) we are going out. We are hanging with your people or my people. And we get there and you have, I don't know, maybe had some type of physical relationship with someone in the room. Mm-hmm. That's cool. But let's say there is something along the line, some deeper things that have happened. There might have been a transaction of something that you can't get rid of if you mm-hmm. catch my drift. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, there has been some type of uh, situation that has happened where you can't get rid of something, then you need to make me aware of that. Especially right. if we're talking about becoming a couple. And basically what I'm saying for the people that can't read between the lines your sexual history, specifically as it pertains to diseases. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't need to pop up on me and I find out at the kickback that you gave three folks in the room insert whatever STD you want to insert. Right. You don't want to be like how it was on, uh, what was that? Uh, why did I get married? And they sit around at a table <laughs> and a nigga just holler out, you had to get a shot because you had, because you had VD. I'd be like, nigga, what? You ain't. It was like, oh, well, no, you didn't get it from so and so. Right. You got it from me. I got the shot. Boom. No, we're not doing that. So, I mean, there are certain things I think if you actually, if I see a future with this person Mm -hmm. and by future, I ain't talking about a nigga that I'm just like, oh, he gonna be my man. No, we talking about a future. Like, we gonna get married at some point. Mm Mm-hmm then there are certain things that we need to disclose to each other. Now, I don't think out the gate, and by out the gate, we take them to the little chicken wing spot, we go to the little movies, we go to, you know, the little amusement park. Out the gate, nah, you don't need to just be like, uh, word vomiting. You understand right. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it, and I do think it comes with, like, your comfortability. I think that's a word. That's, that's the word. word. Go okay. ahead. Yeah, I'm tipsy, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm just whatever. Anyway, um, (laughs) I think it comes with your comfortability and like once you. But again, sometimes having those uncomfortable conversations is kind of how you get to that next level, right? So it's like, you know what? I may not want to disclose this information, but I would rather tell my significant other or someone that I'm interested in. I would rather them know the deepest, darkest parts of me up front rather than, one, it becoming an issue on down the line for me, you know, dealing with, you know, mentally still healing from whatever that is that I'm dealing with or, two, them having to hear it from someone else, right? So I use an example. I'm like, if your ass used to be a drug dealer and we start talking and we out somewhere at the Golden Corral buffet, and some niggas rolling up on me, and I'm like, "Well, what's go- what's going on? You know, like, what's what's up?" And they're like, "Oh, Rayshawn owed us money from some drugs back in the day." And I'm like, "Well, I didn't know Rayshawn showed sold drugs. What the fuck are you talking about? You know what I'm saying?" So it's like, if I had known, 
that Ray Ray was a drug dealer back in the day before we started talking, that I would have known how to deal with the situation or I would know how to defend, you know, my partner in that moment. And I think that ex- like I think that extends beyond a lot of situations. It's like if I know something about you beforehand and somebody tries to throw that in my face, I know how to defend you. I know to be like, okay, well, I know that Ray Ray sold drugs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know Ray Ray was trapping out the bando. I already know this shit. So there's nothing you can tell me about my my man that I don't already know. Whereas if somebody comes up to you on some shit that you don't know and you're like, uh, you know, similar to kind of what TT was talking about, it's like, I, I he didn't know. He didn't know. So he can't defend her in that moment. He can't say anything in that moment. And it's like, had you told me that before, then maybe, you know, one, I know. So I would either, one, choose whether or not I want to proceed with this relationship based on what I do know. And then two, if I do know that, if someone brings that up to me, it's not like it's shocking news to the world. I already know that. So, okay, what what else do you have? Because he, he told me that. You know, I think, I think, I know, I find, I find satisfaction in that. I find satisfaction in when somebody tries to come to me and tell me something about somebody I'm talking to that I already know. I'm like, uh, okay, I knew that. So is there anything else you want to talk about? Mm. And then there's, it's crickets. So I think when it comes to disclosing things with people, you have to be mindful of, you know, Things that you think may come up in the future. And I, I, I'm also a firm believer in if it's something that happened 10 years ago and it was just a part of your life at that time and it may not be relevant to who you are as a person today, do you need to disclose that? That's up to you. Some people are totally fine with disclosing their full history, whether that's relationships, um, you know, situations, arrests, you know, legal stuff, children, upbringing, whatever it is, I think that, you know, people can kind of, I think that you have to take a look at yourself, especially if your your intentions are to build with someone that you're dealing with, that you have to kind of take a look at your past and say, hey, okay, these are the things that I probably need to tell this person because one, either this is going to be triggering to me and if this situation arises again in our relationship, I don't want my partner to be surprised by my reaction. You know, so it's like, uh, Nikita, I'll, I'll ask you the same question. Like, do, do you think, too, that if you don't disclose certain things, so there's a certain topic, and I'll just, I'm, I'm throwing this out here, this is not a real thing, but like, if I don't like cherries, right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't tell you I didn't like cherries beforehand, and you want to be romantic and all this other type of stuff, and you want to bring cherries into our situation or whatever we got going on at the moment. And I give you attitude about the cherries, but you didn't know I didn't like cherries. So, like, I should have told you that I didn't like cherries from the get-go, even though you didn't ask me. There's certain things that, okay, maybe this may come up in our relationship. So maybe one day... Cherries might be a part of our, our, our relationship or our situation. And so if I don't want that a part of our situation, let me go ahead and tell him up front, I don't know if this is what you have planned, but I don't like cherries. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, how, how do you feel about like the whole, that whole thing? Like, you know, telling people things about your past or not? I just feel like this. 
once upon a time before I changed and you know went through my growth and transformation I used to try to shift and shape myself to be what it was that I thought that the person that I was Ooh. interested in wanted oh that's so real oh we right? can have a whole and episode so, like that we're not going to to go towards your example, you know, I didn't want him to know or her if you if whoever, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't want this person to know, this human to know that I didn't like cherries because I wanted them to continue to do- dote on me and adore me and love me and care for me. So there were certain things that I withheld mm-hmm. in fear of them saying, "You know what? We don't have that in common or I don't like that about them." So you know, I hold back on who I really am, basically shrinking mm, my mm. full self because I'm afraid that this person won't be able to accept me. However, here's the kicker. If you are not being your authentic self in seeking out these partnerships and companionships, then that is an indicator that that is not the person you need to be with any damn way. Facts. So, That's if true. I like cherries, but I'm afraid to tell you that I don't like cherries because I don't want you to leave me, then why are we together anyway? Because really, that's a fear-based decision. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my therapist. She taught me a whole yes, lot about, about fear-based decisions. Like, when you make decisions out of fear, you are denying yourself what it is that you truly want. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm at a point in my life, I don't know about our listeners, hopefully y'all there. If you're not, I think you should work on getting there. But if a person cannot accept you in your fullness... Even to down to the smallest things of I don't like cherries, then that ain't the person that you need to be with or trying to pursue because I for one actually like cherries. And I actually ate a whole bag yesterday. So Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they're really good. So I mean, I just think do I think you need to tell every little single thing? No. Do I think there are certain things that you need to share? Yes. Especially if it's things like you said that will personally affect Mm -hmm. the relationship at a later time. Yes. But also in conjunction with that, you should not hold back who you are in fear of losing someone. Mm -hmm. And I think that's oftentimes why some of us don't share our past because we're like, is this person going to nut up on me? Because, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) let's keep it 100 People love to say, oh, you can tell me. I accept you. Do you? Girl, I was, Do just, you? I was just And we've been guilty that. of it, too. Mm-hmm. We've been guilty of it, too. We tell mm-hmm. them, oh, I want to know this, this, and this, and this. And then they tell you, and you're looking at them with a side eye. you like, mm, I don't even know about that nigga now. You know what I'm saying? But. It's the truth. But I will <laughs> say, even in that, I think that giving someone grace is Ooh. one thing. Woo! So my thing is, Kita, you might tell me something about you that I may not necessarily agree with, right? So mm-hmm. you might, and I'm just going to give an example. You might tell me that in your past, you slapped somebody grandma. <laughs> I know that's a dumb example, but I'm just using it for the sake of the conversation. I don't agree with that, but I'm going to give you grace in that moment to be like, you know what? I don't agree with that. And you're wrong as hell for doing what you did, but I accept you for who you are now. And that goes back to kind of what we talked about last week when it came to friendships and people changing and growing and, and all that good stuff. So same thing applies here is that I can't judge you. I'm not going to judge you on your past because you're a totally different person now, but I will give you grace. And understand your situation, but also on the flip side of that is that we also 
have to be understanding of people not necessarily agreeing with with what our choices were in those moments or not being accepting of who we are now. And I think that's where the divide comes in. I think that's where sometimes it's like, okay, well, I told him my truth and he didn't agree with it. Okay, but you told him your truth and he didn't agree with it. And that's okay. And that's okay. It's like, I'm, you know, you want a situation to work out so bad and you decide, you know what, I'm going to tell him a part of me that I'm not so proud of. But giving that person the option, and I think this applies across anything, whether it's disclosing things, whether it's, you know, you in a situation or relationship that you're not necessarily 100% in yet. But, you know, like giving people the option of whether or not they want to continue indulging with you. So it's like, okay, you might tell me something, and I might be like, okay, well... You're not doing that anymore, are you? No. Okay, cool. So we can move forward. Or if I if I personally, if that doesn't align with my morals and my values as a human, and you tell me something and I'm just like, um, even though you're not doing that anymore, I can't get jiggy with somebody who has done that in, in general. Like you have to give people the option of whether or not they want to deal with you. And it doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't mean that, you know, you're, you're sucky or you didn't learn from your mistakes, it means that that person is maybe just not in this, in the space to accept you where you are now and that may just not align with who they are. And we all have to be okay with knowing that and telling our truth that everybody's not going to be okay with that, you know? But still telling our truth, like not feeling like, okay, well, I'm going to leave this part out of me. I'm not going to tell him this. I'm not going to tell him that. I'm not going to, you know, if you're a guy, I'm not going to tell her this. I'm not going to tell her that because I don't want her to think any less of me. But it's like those lessons, those things that you have learned because obviously those mistakes have shaped you today. So like, what have you learned from that situation? How are you applying those lessons that you learned to today? And I think that's the way you approach those, those conversations when you're talking about your past and kind of like, how, you know, how that can shape your future. So, Keita, I'll ask you now. So, with that being said, the conversation that we just had, talking about things that we've done in the past that we may not be so proud of, do you think that situations like that or, like, um, you know, things that you're not proud of or stuff that you may have happened unknowingly, sometimes we just fall into shit, right? That we're just fall like, right oh, my God. rabbit hole. I didn't even realize that that that's what I was doing. Like, so do you think that your past experiences are an indicator of like what can happen in your future or what shapes you as, you know, as you mature or as you kind of come to more of a realization and come more in tune of who you are? Do you think those past things actually have something to do with that? Yes. I think experience is a teacher. Now, do I think your past experiences are an indicator of your of things that might happen in the future? No, but I think there's a difference. I think patterns mm-hmm. are an indicator of what could happen in the future. Absolutely. And not your past, your patterns. Mm-hmm. Here's a great example. I agree with that, sis. Here's a great example. And I'm this is me sharing my truth with everybody that listens to this podcast. <laughs> I think I know. In the past, like I said before, I have shifted 
and shaped myself to fit what I felt like men wanted. Am mm-hmm. I in that space now? Hell no. Hell what no. you get, what you see is what you get. And if you don't like it, I don't know what to tell you. Now, Deuces. am I willing to compromise? And Yes, that ain't what I'm talking about. I'm talking about accepting Nikita for who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think patterns uh, definitely indicate the future. Here's a pattern that I used to have. Mm-hmm. Going after un- emotionally unavailable men. Ooh. Okay. That's and real. so at one point in my life, I was like, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm straight. Mm-hmm. It was a pattern. How did I break that pattern? Asking specific ass questions. Like, were you married? Are you married? <laughs> are are you, you married right are you now? Married? <laughs> Are you separated? Right. You got to go even further. Do you live with a woman? Right. Because, you know, apparently in the year of Blue Ivy's internet, people out here living with ex-partners and whatnot, and we not together, but we live together. And I I get it, but how does that work? Anyway, another topic for another day. Mm -hmm. So, no, I don't think your past experiences determine your future. I think your patterns do, and I think... Until you take ownership of, of, you know, the things that have happened in your past and you gain an understanding of how you have become and you can grow from those things and you also learn from your patterns and you break the cycle, then I think your future can be different. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I want to throw that back to you. Mm. What are your thoughts? Because then I also have something else to talk to you about because oh. this is something that's in, it's like, Singing on my brain, but go ahead. Okay, so, I need you, make sure you remember that. Now, when we get right. to that point, I don't, I don't need you forgetting <laughs> shit. Okay, um, do I think that your past determines your future? No, I think it's like a yes. I think it's subjective to the person, right? Okay. So it's like if if you make like you said patterns. So if your past patterns are the same patterns that you have today, yes. Obviously, that's going to shape your future because you haven't really made any changes or you haven't felt the need. And I can say that also. Some people don't feel the need to make any changes. That's their own ministry with their God. Can't speak on that. Okay. Some people feel that ain't my business. You know what I'm saying? I'm on my my business. Okay. So if you feel like. If you feel like what you're doing is working for you and that somebody is going to be accepting of that. Go right ahead. I'm not the one to tell you to stop. I'm never going to try to change you because who has time for that? I don't. But what I do feel like is that if you've made decisions in the past and you are recognizing that that decision may have had not, I'm not going to say a negative effect on your life, but it did have some effect on you or it changed your mindset or it made you realize something or, you know, set off that light bulb in your head then yeah, I think that that can definitely shape your future because then you, you start to change your behaviors. You start to change your mindset. You start to think cognizantly. I think that's a word. That you is. start to think more about like your actual actions and like how that can affect yourself and the people around you. So I do think that when it comes to past situations that we're not proud of, I'm not going to say like past in general because I think as in, in general, 
obviously your past shapes who you are. But I'm, I'm speaking specifically about those decisions that we've all made that we're not proud of. We all have them that may have in that moment. Okay, I did this in this moment. The next time I come across this same exact situation, I'm going to handle this a little differently. I know for me specifically, in the past, if somebody say something smart to me, I'd be ready to smack a bitch. Run up, get done up. What's Run up? Run up, get done up, West up. Shout period. out to 2010. Thank that's, you. 2010, I think it, it was a lot of that going it on. It is. So it's like, <laughs> it's no questions asked. Ain't no, ain't no arguing. Ain't no back and forth. Um, we just, we finna go there, right? But as I've matured as a lady, because I'm a lady, as Shanae says, growth. Now it's like, okay, I'm not proud of that part of me. I'm not proud of the fighter in me that I used the, to be. Baby, so, listen, hold on, let's pause. Go because, ahead, girl. Can we talk about, you remember that party at that little Mexican restaurant? <laughs> when we came to that Kennesaw, who We're party not was that? that? Was it We're the cues or the news? That's in the past. That's in the past. <laughs> We're not going to disclose that to our listeners because they don't need to know that. That's not important to the context of this conversation. Yeah, she has grown. I have I grown. grown. We've we all have grown. grown together. But yeah, like I, and again, to that point, it's like now if I come across those same types of situations, like I don't react the same way because I learned from those moments that I that I wasn't necessarily proud of, and I think that just expands to relationships or friendships or whatever. It's like once you've gotten hurt or gotten burned not physically hope y'all not being burnt out here go get checked but once you got you know what i'm saying once you've had those tough situations like you you should learn from those for the next time so once you do that's the whole that's the whole thing about growth and learning and not repeating mistakes and you know just being better is the next time you come across those situations is being better recognizing who you used to be and where you are now and not resulting back to that person that you weren't proud of. Cause I mean, that's just the real, I mean, that's just, that's just really what it is. So again, back to what the question was, was like revealing your past self to your current partner. I think that everything that we just talked about goes into that. It's like only you can know what those things are that you need to disclose to your partner. But Again, if you feel like those are things that are going to come up or things that still affect you, especially if it's like mental things or like situations that you're going to therapy for now, whether that's friendships, relationships with your parents, because I know a lot of us are going to therapy for that. If that's the case, like those that's are the type episode. that is, and we're we going to get into that. And Parenthood, like, the parent oh, trap. We gonna that's go what we're going to call it, the we parent gonna go trap. We gonna, and we're going to get into it. But things like that is like you, you should be you know, open to disclosing those things because those are things that can have an effect on you. If you're having a bad day and your partner just doesn't understand what's wrong with you, they didn't do nothing. You didn't have nothing going on at work, so what's up? You haven't told them, well, you know, from time to time, I think about the situation that happened to me when I was a kid and my mood switches. It's an uncomfortable conversation, but it's a very valid thing to disclose to someone you care about. If you care to continue that relationship, do you do you believe that or do you feel like, nah, we good? Nope. I just want to pass the collection plate. Mm-hmm. So, double standards. Mm-hmm. Really quick here. Mm-hmm. And, and we're not going to rush through it. We can talk about it. Double standards when you have to accept somebody's past. 
I'm going to give y'all a great example. Y'all can go back and watch this and y'all understand what I'm talking about. In the best man. Y'all know we stand a good we Which stand one? a good ass black movie, the first one. Okay. Okay. And it kind of trickled over into the second one. Mm-hmm. But in the first one, Morris Chestnuts, chocolatey, fine. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. He fine. Thank you, Lord. That was in his prime, too. He's a cum laude, magna cum laude, okay? Morris Chestnut is the magna cum laude. Not magna cum laude, girl. (laughs) Lord, help us, help us. I'm just kidding. I'm here for it. He is a magna cum laude. And he's still fine now. I mean, he has aged well, honey. He is what what we like to call a seasoned seasoned. black man. Yes. Come on, cayenne pepper. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, onion. Come on, garlic. You know, you Come on, it, Italian seasoning. Okay. Come on. So, in the movie The Best Man, the mm-hmm. first one, not the second one, uh, Morris Chestnut's character's name is Lance. Mm-hmm. And he is getting ready getting ready and prepared for his wedding. His best man is Tavia's character, which I can't remember his name. And then he's getting married to Monica Calhoun's character with her pretty self. And so... This is a perfect example of the past coming up to haunt you, okay? Or to pop it up. Okay, yes. so when this they were in good. college, Lance was the star football player. This uh-huh. this man was out here spread, you know, sowing them royal oats, giving everybody he was community penis, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, double standard. Uh Tate Diggs character Harper. 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 Yep. Wrote a book. Shout out to the authors. I'm one. Thanks. Um, wrote a book that was based on everybody's experiences in the friend group. Mm-hmm. Um, Lance finds out that Harper and his soon-to-be wife slept together when they was in co- college because Lance was on that BS and he was out here being community penis. Okay. And he realized <laughs> community. He, community. Okay. Community <laughs> property. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not even leasing that thing. I'm talking about you get a penis. You get just passing it out. So he finds out the night before the wedding that uh, Harper and his soon-to-be wife uh, slept together. And he is angry as hell. He tries to kill Harper, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Okay? He did. So then, he did try to kill him. You know, we get to the wedding. They make it to the altar. Thank you, Lord. Right? And then as he is saying his vows, all he can think about. Is his best friend smashing his wife, okay? His soon-to-be wife. Yeah. And here is where the double standards come in. Okay. I often feel that black women, because we are two black women, so that's what we're referring to. So if you're a black woman, you identify in that way, you know what we're talking about. And if you aren't, do not come getting in your feelings about what she's about to say. Right, because this is two black women, multifaceted black women. It's a black woman's power podcast. Thank you. Anyway, so... I often feel black women, one, when it comes to love, we are expected to suffer first and then we get the reward later. But that's another topic for another girl, day. We can, but girl, spe- that is But specifically podcast. for this topic. Struggle love. Uh, what's her name? Mia. 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 Yep, Mia, Mia mm-hmm. forgave all of Lance's indiscretions, his infidelity, and his cheating community penis ways. Okay. Now, am I saying, because I know some of y'all going to try, 
come, try to come down my block and come for me. Don't come for me. I ain't sin for you. Talking about what Keita said. No, no, no. What I'm saying is Mia forgave this man time and time again. And in this one moment, she said, you know what? I'm sick of it. So she went and had sex with his own boy. His best friend, though. His best friend. Okay. Best friend. I'm just saying. Whatever. Yeah. We, you, listen, we don't know who he slept with. We know he slept with everybody, though. So right. anyway, he could have slept with the best friend, but whatever. What I'm saying is, I feel that there is a double standard that we, black women, we're expected to forgive, but let it have been reversed. And then guess what? Oh, she a hoe. She this, she that. All types of nothing but a child of God, okay? Yeah. And so, I just want to know, what are your thoughts on that? Why do you feel, or what do you think about double standards? Real quick. I mean, I think it goes both ways. I think that, and and this is also another topic that I think we'll get into on a different episode. But I think that a lot of us seek to understand the other person or we seek to be in agreement with the other person and that's not always going to be the case. And so I feel like as long as that respect is there, you don't necessarily have to agree with me and what I did, but if you still respect me as a person and what we got going on, then what I did shouldn't matter. And I think, and again, like I said, this goes down a whole rabbit hole talking about men trying to understand women, women trying to understand men. We're never going to fully understand each other because we're all different. We're different as each other, right? But I feel like in this case, like it's like what you said, the double standard is so you were out here doing this to me this entire time, but because the person that I chose to step out with you with was your your best friend, it was an issue. And I get that, and I don't agree. Now, I will say I do not agree that his best friend should have messed with his girlfriend because I do feel like that was wrong. But I feel like had he been any other man, had it just been some random man that she hooked up with, then he couldn't be mad because it's like, I mean, you're doing this, part of your past experiences and stuff that you're still doing is you sleeping around women or you not being fully committed to our relationship. So because I decided to step out, I'm wrong. Now you swollen the chest. Right, now you swollen the chest. But again, that's a whole nother conversation. So all I I want y'all to do is just go watch the best man, the first one. Go watch the second one. Because the second one makes me cry. It makes me cry. But that was a prime example of Mm -hmm. allowing your past to dictate some of the decisions that or how you moved in the future. So that's all I'm saying. Just go watch that because it's a double standard. Yeah, for sure. So now we're going to move into the straight and narrow. And this is where... It's actually, I love everything about this podcast. This is one of my favorites because you just never know what you're going to get. So, (laughs) the straight and narrow. It is a piece of wisdom from Quinn and Keita to you to ponder, reflect, journal, whatever you want to do until the next time we meet on the next episode. So, Mm -hmm. I'm going to let my girl with her fine self. Oh, girl. Mm-mm. Keep that thing off. I got quarantine <laughs> hair right now. And so don't let her lie to y'all. She can see me right now, but y'all can't. So I'm just letting y'all know I got quarantine hair right Baby, now. Baby, and it's moment. flowing. Listen, she got long uh, hair. Anyway, we're going to stop. Stop. <laughs> <laughs>
You know, um, I plug you. I plug you every time. Stop. <laughs> stop. Okay. <laughs> um, I think my straight arrow this week is really just taken kind of from what our listeners have said. If we're going to talk about the topics that were discussed on um, today's shows, today's show, not shows. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But um, I think that really when it comes to disclosing information again i think it, this goes back to what kita said in the early in earlier in the conversation is like you have to be comfortable enough with that person to disclose that information and if you're not comfortable enough to disclose the parts of you that you're not necessarily proud of then you might want to reconsider who you're dealing with you never want to deal with somebody whether that's a friendship or a relationship, because we're just not talking exclusively about relationships here. This expands beyond that. So it's like in whatever type of relationship you're in, that person has to accept you for who you are. And they may not agree with who you are. And so you on the other end of that have to be, you also have to accept that people are always going to be accepting of who you are and just continue to be you. So tell your truth disclose what you feel like needs to be disclosed. If it is, if it's going to affect you or the person you're dealing with, if you feel like somebody else might have that information, just go ahead and say it. If they don't like it, then oh well, move on. I mean, that's just life, right? And I know that's not really wisdom, but that's just all I got to say right now. I think that was wise. What you got to offer, sis? Because I know you got some Maya Angelou quote to come <laughs> Here you go. Here you go. But she not with a woman. That's me. Go ahead, Keita. What you got to say? I always got to. <laughs> Come on, Keita. What you got to say, girl? I'm sorry. Go Ooh, ahead. Jesus. Y'all, we cutting up. Okay. So, my straight and narrow for you all is this. Nobody can use your past against you. It's yours. It has shaped you into mm-hmm. the person um, that God has called you to be or wants you to be. Um, and so don't allow anybody to use your past against you. Had you not had those experiences, you would not be where you are in life. And so my bottom line is this on your past. We all got one. And for the people that think that they don't, we know that you do. So on your past, don't let nobody use it against you. And yeah, that's just what it is. Period. All right. Period. <laughs> I saw your, I saw your little head nod. I saw your little, uh, all uh-huh. right, y'all. So that wraps up another week of Straight To It, the podcast. We definitely appreciate y'all for listening. As always, I'm going to turn it over to Kida to drop our social media handle. You can follow us on Day to D. Sorry, I, I was trying to make it sound French. Follow us on the Instagram at <laughs> Straight, the number two, It Pod. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye, bye, bye.